Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Hello, Grinders, and welcome back to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to break down the games for you guys. Uh, I don't know if you guys played baseball yesterday. Hopefully, it went well for you. I had some pretty good plays, just couldn't get them on the right teams, but uh, college football doing really well for me. Just kind of want to make a uh, really nice plug for our uh, premium product. I'll be helping out with that on Saturday mornings with the show with Varnicus and SDL Cards, but we got projections in there. We have CVRs. It's on the marketplace for college football. It's $250 for the season. If you want to give it a try, I believe it's $20 for the week. So head on over to the marketplace and give that a shot, guys. Uh, Dan Bach, he's he's helping out with it. Head Chopper, we got uh, A25 Smith on there too. We have a really good group of guys working on this content and working really hard. So check out that college football content if you guys haven't. Uh, you know, it was, it was here two years ago. It was one of my favorite DFS sports to play, and I'm really excited that it's back. Now let's kind of dive in and talk about the baseball slate because, hey, I know football's around the corner, but baseball is still going on. Uh, it's the fall almost. Uh, you know, summer's about rounding up here. and We got the fall coming up where it's, uh, you know, tons of sports going on at once. So we got to get ready for this craziness. So let's kind of dive in and talk about this baseball slate. We got the Milwaukee Brewers, the Washington Nationals. This is a nine total here with Julius Chassin against Tanner Rourke. And you know, this is a game with some decent pitchers on the mound, right? Chassin, he he's susceptible to righty or to lefties. That can definitely be a problem for him. He's a guy that I'm not going to play, but I'm probably not going to target the Nationals bats too much. Maybe I will target a couple of the lefties as one-offs, right? If I'm building 150 teams, I think I'll take some shots on some of these left-handed bats, right? I'll look to like a guy like a Bryce Harper, for instance. You know, Bryce Harper, he's a guy going up against uh, Chassin that can obviously take him out very easily. Sure, Chassin's kept the ISO down at 154, but giving up a 338 Woba, sure, these lefties I think can give him some fits at times so uh you know guys like like i said harper soto eaton uh i think going to to those bats is a fine option but i'm not going crazy with them right they just feel like better one-off options rather than just a stack situation for me on the opposite side tanner rorick you know he's a you know, talented real life pitcher. Uh, he, he can get the job done. He's not an ace or anything like that, but he does a good job at limiting the damage, right? And he gets a Brewers team that is very potent and very scary. Uh, if you want to play Christian Yelich as a one off, I totally understand it. The way he's hitting the ball, he's absolutely crushing it. Or Travis Shaw, Musakis, those guys are just such phenomenal hitters. But again, it feels like a spot where I'm just going to look at these lefties mainly and just kind of take them as one offs or maybe mini stack them. And that's it. I don't really want to be playing too many uh, Brewers here. I'm not going to game stack this game up. I'm not going to full stack any of these teams. I think it's more of a spot where you just pick your bats and kind of call it a day. Let's go on to the next one. We got the Detroit Tigers, the New York Yankees. We have an eight total here with Jordan Zimmerman and Luis Severino. And Luis Severino, he is going to be one of the guys to talk about on this slate. 
Tigers are a terrible offense, have struggled all season long. Yes, they had a good game yesterday randomly against J.A. Happ, but I am not going to let that steer me away from Severino. Tigers have a 2.49 implied total. Vegas agrees this is a great spot for Severino. Uh, you know, looking at the prices around the industry, he's 10.6K on FanDuel. DraftKings, he is 11.3K. In Fantasy Draft, he's 22K. I love Severino. He's a phenomenal SP1. I'm going to be getting a lot of exposure to him here in this spot. The win also feels very secure because they're going against Jordan Zimmerman. Yankees have an implied total of 5.51. They're minus 390 favorites. I mean, this is a spot where it seems like Severino will be lights out. So have to love him here in this spot. And there's no chance I am playing any Tigers bats. Let's look at the Yankee side of the ball because, again, we're going to see a 5.51 implied total. Uh, I totally understand if you want to play some Yankees bats against Zimmerman here, especially, uh, you know, just looking at this type of pitcher. He is a guy that has his struggles. Uh, you know, the weather, sure, it's not playing in our favor as much with it being 75 degrees and the wind blowing in, but uh, I do think Yankees bats are in play, right? You can play Stanton, Hicks, Gardner. All, all these guys are fine. I'm not going crazy with Yankees, though. Uh, the more and more I think about it, and I've kind of been in this camp, uh, you know, Probably like for the past week, it's been something that's been in the back of my mind, but I'm like, man, the Yankees have been so bad. And if they're going to get like ownership, I don't want to be too heavy on them. I I played them yesterday. I thought the slate kind of dictated you had to play them. And in certain spots, it was just too good of a a situation. But if if they do get a lot of ownership, and again, it's a 15 game slate, uh, you know, 5.51 in total, people might be all over them. They're just not like a stack I'm gravitating towards, right? I'm not saying you fade them completely, but um, if you think ownership's going to be on them, instead of being overweight on the Yankees, I prefer to be on the underweight side. That's all. Uh, Sure, they can obviously have big games here and they have some good bats still in the lineup, but I want that lineup to like get healthier again before I start targeting it. I think like crazy, uh, unless like the spot works well. And again, Zimmerman, is a good spot for them. I totally get it if you want to play Yankees bats. I think it's more of like a cash game option and pick bats here and there rather than a full stack situation. That's just kind of how I'm approaching the Yankees. I'm going to pick my spots, look at the pitch type data, you know, on uh, on plate IQ, kind of see what, what sticks out, what doesn't, and see if there's anyone that I can really, you know, go to and get confident in. But I'm just not going to game stack right now with the Yankees. I think that's just the approach I want to take. And that's really where I'm going to go. Like looking at some pitch type data, like he throws the fastball, uh, Zimmerman. He throws it like 42% of the time. So guys that stick out are Stanton and Andujar. They, you know, their CX woe was are above, uh, you know, 467 for Andujar and 507 for Stanton. Like looking at that data, that has me intrigued. And then if I see that Zimmerman, he throws the slider. Looking at, at who can hit the slider well, well, Stanton's the best guy hitting the slider on the team with the CX woe of 461, and then Andujar at 399. So uh, kind of did this yesterday, and the only guys that stuck out to me were Stanton and Voigt. And I'm gonna do the same thing. Let's just go Stanton and Andujar. I think that's the way to go here against uh, a guy like Zimmerman. So I'm not going to stack up the Yankees all the way, but man, give me Stanton, give me Andujar. And I don't hate Hicks here in this spot, but uh, those are the two guys I want to target for the Yankees. And the other thing about Andujar is uh, that's a really hefty price on him. That's the only thing that has me concerned. And there might be some other third baseman I prefer rather than Andujar. But again, uh, the pitch safe data shows that Andujar is in a good spot. So uh, like him a little bit here. Next game up, Chicago Cubs, Philadelphia Phillies. We have an eight and a half total here with Jose Quintana against Nick Pavetta. And uh, yeah, this is a spot where like these are two pretty solid pitchers that I think we could definitely take a shot on in tournaments. I don't think they're cash game options, but tournaments, I think we got to take a chance on it. Uh, looking at a guy like Pavetta, he has strikeout upside. He, he's he's better than an 8k pitcher i mean it's just the the match against the cubs is not the easiest spot right that's the one thing that has you a little worried i just think there's a lot of upside at that price at 8k for pavetta so i think he's a nice tournament option 
On the opposite side with Quintana, again, good real-life pitcher. I do worry about, you know, when I see the Phillies go up against a left-handed pitcher, those righties can hit him pretty hard. Guys like Ramos, Santana, Cabrera. I mean, Reese Hoskins will probably hit one out. Love him here in this spot. Uh, Roman Quinn looks like he's going to be an interesting value over on FanDuel today. So uh, love Reese Hoskins, though, on DraftKings at 4.5K. Phenomenal play today. Uh, So have to like him. But uh, Quintana, again, he's a guy, I don't think you play him in tournaments, but I think you uh, just kind of, you know, I don't... I don't know. I just don't think you play too many Phillies. Like, again, it's like a spot where I, I pick off the guys, right? I'll play like Hoskins, Ramos. I mean, Quintana can get hit hard, though. I guess you could stack it up. The Phillies are so boom bust. Um, but I do like some of these guys more in cash games rather than the Cubs side of the ball. I should say that. So, again, like I said, Hoskins, kind of sum it up Hoskins, Ramos. Like them a lot. It just matters if you have the money to spend on Ramos. Like Carlos Santana, too. Think he's in a good spot. And uh, Roman Quinn on FanDuel specifically. And let's see if Fantasy Draft gave him a cheap price. Nah, he's not cheap over there there but Fanduel he is 2.6k that's way too cheap of a price tag over there on him enough with that game let's go on to the next one we have the Tampa Bay Rays the Cleveland Indians this is an eight total here with Tyler Glass now against Corey Kluber and man Glass now has been phenomenal this year I think this is a perfect spot to just say hey uh, I'm not gonna play any Indians uh, the Indians offense is good I know it's talented but they are pricey and they're going against a guy like Glass now who he can get hit a little bit but I just don't think it's necessary I don't think he's gonna get blown up completely so I'm gonna stay away from Glass now because of the tough offense I'm gonna stay away from the Indians offense because Glass has been pretty good recently so uh, that's the approach I'm taking with that one just cross off the Indians offense and cross off Glass now for me I'm just gonna look to play Corey Kluber in this game and Corey Kluber only because I ain't playing those the raised bats. There's no need to, I think, here against Corey Kluber. I think Kluber can have a lot of upside in this spot against the Rays. Sure, it's a nice ballpark upgrade for the Rays. And sure, Corey Kluber has not been, you know, the Corey Kluber of last year recently. Like, he just has not been the same. Uh, he's pitched fine, though, like 3.35 exit, K percentage at 24.6%, walk rate at uh, 3.6%. I mean, he's been good. Uh, I think he's a guy you can consider in cash games. I'm right now more so on Severino rather than Kluber, but I think Kluber is a phenomenal option. He's 11.5K on FanDuel, 10.3K on DraftKings, and 9.9K over on Fantasy Draft. So uh, it's pretty simple. Play Corey Kluber if you like him, uh, but Severino is my is my number one right now over him. Next game up, we have the Toronto Blue Jays. We have the Miami Marlins. This is an 8.5 total with Aaron Sanchez against Dan Straley. And yeah, I just don't like this game too much for bats. Again, we're in Miami. That's a good pitcher's park. Uh, I don't know if the roof will be open or closed. Stay tuned. Check that out over on Twitter. Uh, But I I don't really want to be playing many of these Marlins bats. Uh, I mean, sure, if you have the money for JQ Wamuto, it's fine here against Sanchez. But uh, I just never pay for him because he's so pricey all the time. And then looking at, uh, you know, this uh, this Jays offense, I mean... Dan Straley, sure, he, you know, give up some fly balls and have some issues, but he pitches a lot better in the Marlins park normally, obviously, because it's better for fly balls. I don't know. I just don't love this Jays offense that much. Maybe I take a smoke as a one-off, and that's kind of it. And maybe Billy McKinney at the top, just because he's got a cheap price tag. I think it's really just looking at McKinney and smoke uh, here against Straley, and that's about it for me. I don't want to go too crazy with this game. I'm not expecting a huge amount of runs to be scored or anything like that, so I will really kind of pass on this game as much as possible for me. Also worth noting, you know, people say, oh, the Marlins are, you know, out there, and they're a terrible hitting team. It is worth noting, the Marlins have a 4.20 total here. Uh, I'm not saying the Marlins are going to put up a crazy amount of runs but uh if you're kind of using the point of hey let's play a pitcher against miami this is one of the higher totals i've seen uh here so uh for the marlins since they you know kind of shipped all their guys out of town so the vegas is not expecting sanchez to have a good outing here 
Let's go from one Sanchez to another, from Aaron to Anibal. Here we are with the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Atlanta Braves. It is an eight total here with Jamison Tyon against Anibal Sanchez. And, uh, man, let's talk about Sanchez first because he's been really good this season. Uh, looking at some of the numbers here on him, I want to pull them up just because it's been crazy how much he's turned it around from what he was last season. Uh, 4.05 XFIP, 23.8K percentage, walk rate at 7.6%. He gets a matchup against the Pirates. And the Pirates, the problem with them is they're kind of pesky at the plate, right? They don't K a ton. 17.8%. I do think you can play Anibal Sanchez. Uh, you could take a shot on it, but it's not one of my favorite spots. 15.3K uh, over on Fantasy Draft. DraftKings, 8K. And then on FanDuel, he is 8.1K. But it is worth noting, the last start he had, he left the start randomly in the sixth inning, like towards the end of it, uh, because of an injury. I don't can't remember what the injury was, but I remember watching the game and hearing it. So um, that might give me some pause to rostering him. Also, like the combination of going up against the Pirates offense, that can kind of give you fits at times and not really strike out a ton like i said i think sanchez is one of those guys if you're building like 150 lineups uh, you put him in your player pool you get a small percentage of him because there is an opportunity for him to have a good game it's not one of my favorite plays on the slate but he is uh someone i'm putting at, like the back end of my player pool and i want to get some small percentage of i believe Let's look at Jameson Tyon now, who again, he's been phenomenal too, just keeping the, uh, you know, keeping the earned runs down, uh, just has pitched phenomenally all season long. He's been a really, really good pitcher. Looking at some of the numbers on him, 3.82 XFIP, 22.1 K percentage, walk rate at 6.2%. And looking at this Braves lineup, again, uh, the Braves are not my favorite offensive target, but I think at times you can pick your spots with them. Uh, Tyon, I just think the price looking at him around the industry, 9K on FanDuel, 9K on DraftKings, and 17.8K on Fantasy Draft. It's one of those things like if you need another pitcher in your player pool and you want to throw him in I don't hate it I think he can have a good game but uh I'm not going crazy with him and I think it's a better spot to say hey he's a really good relay pitcher Braves are a good offense and not striking out a ton and it's better just to kind of uh you know keep your player player pool tight and uh, kind of cross him off here uh, I think he'll do a good job of limiting the damage as much as possible and I think the Braves offense they, they, they'll maybe get a, a couple runs here but they won't go too crazy and you don't want to stack them up here in this spot Next game up, we have the game of the night. It's the Minnesota Twins, the Texas Rangers. It's an 11 total with Steven Gonzalez against Drew Hutchinson. And uh, I mean, I could easily just tell you, load up on this game. This is the game of the slate, right? This is the game you want to get exposure to in your cash games. You want to get exposure to in your tournaments. Uh, it's just too good of a spot here for these guys. So uh, you know to play guys in this game. I'm just going to kind of go site by site to kind of uh, break down the prices of where it's good. Uh, Fandle, it's absolutely stupid some of these price tags on all these Twins. The, the highest price guy is 3.1K. So in your cash games, you're probably playing four twins because it helps you get in a guy like a Severino. That's kind of how I think you're approaching, uh, you know, your FanDuel lineups. On DraftKings, looking at the prices, yeah, there's a little bit of price hikes on some of these guys. I do like Miguel Sano, though. Like, he's a guy that I'm definitely going to look to roster here against Hutchinson in this Texas heat. Uh, it's going to be like 95 degrees, so I'm definitely going to be looking to play him there. Uh, Kepler, I think he's perfectly fine if he's in that five hole with a nice little lineup bump spot like him. Uh, Polanco too, I like him. He's perfectly fine at shortstop at 4.2K. Have to like that. If we do get Logan Forsythe uh, in the two hole at 3K, I do like him there. Uh, it's more of a value play and it's not like a play I'm super excited about, but uh, he'll just be hitting towards the top and be a cheap value that helps get in your, you know, your big starting pitchers and in a good game environment. So uh, that's kind of how I'm approaching that. And similar to fantasy draft, right? Like Logan Forsythe is 5.6K. I mean, just perfect cash game option to slide in there. Helps make things work. Like I said, like Polanco, like Sano and Kepler, I think that's three through five is my favorite spot to look at and don't sleep on uh, jake cave uh, if he's in the lineup towards the bottom i think he's a guy towards the uh, end of the lineup that could hit one out so that's kind of how i would five-man stack him i'd go foresight polanco sano kepler and then cave 
Let's go on and talk about this Ranger side of the ball because they get Steven Gonzalez. And man, this is a spot where uh, we're going to like to load up on some Rangers bats. The problem is when I play the Rangers, I like them when they're more against a righty rather than a lefty. But this lefty is not good. 7.07 uh, XFIP, K percentage at 13.9%, the walk rate at 16.7%. I mean, this could be a disaster for Gonzalez. So, uh, I like the lefties too in this spot. I don't really care. I think people are going to see lefties on the Rangers and be like, oh, I don't really want to play them. Their percentages will go down because they see lefty lefty, but this is a lefty that just does not get any swing and misses. It's going to be a disaster. So Sinchu Chu, love him in here in this spot. He's a guy that I think is a really good option. Uh, depends on the price. We'll talk about FanDuel first. 3.8K is pricier on him, but I do like him. I uh, think he's perfectly fine. It's all right, 3.2. Seems like an easy plug and play cash game value. Uh, Adrian Beltrick, 2.9. Really nice value on him. Uh, like to know more though that's the only problem uh so like him, him a little bit there and that's by andrews at 3k that seems like a nice little bit of a discount there on him uh profile 34 isn't a bad price but uh fandle's done a little bit of a better job with the texas bats on this slate four five on DraftKings. love sinchu chu in that spot think he's good uh odor at four five uh like him a little more at that price rather than on fandle at 4k uh talk about like cheap price tags again it's that three through five uh that 3.8k on andrews 3.7k on mazara 3.9k on beltray Really nice price tags on him. But again, I like that to know a little bit more. I'd find the $200 instead. So I uh, really think that Andrus and Mazar are going to be the ways I'm looking to get some cash game value possibly. But the problem with that is uh, Polanco kind of is in the shortstop position too. So you're going to have to make a decision on that uh, as well. So uh, all in all, uh, 4.79 implied total for the Rangers. Have to like their offense. They're going to be an offense that people are all over. And then the Twins, 4.21 uh, total too. So that's another offense to like on this slate. Load up on that game in your cash games and in your tournaments. Next game up, we have the Boston Red Sox, Chicago White Sox. Nine total here with Nathan Evaldi against Michael Kopech. And uh, yeah, I think this is really simple. Uh, just Evaldi, I think he's a really good option. Just problem is you want to pay that price at 8.8K, uh, 7.4K on FanDuel, and then uh, Fantasy Draft, he's 17.1K. I think Evaldi is a good option. You can consider him because you look at the White Sox, they struggle against righties. Vegas has kind of given some love, though, to the uh, White Sox offense more than you would think. This is a total I thought would probably be at like 3.6 or even 3.7, but it's at 4.02. Uh, I like Evaldi, though, in this spot. I think he's worth putting your player pool for tournaments. Um, not a guy I'm playing in cash games by any means, but I think against this White Sox offense, we know how much they can strike out against righties. They're one of like the worst teams in the league against right-handed pitching from like you know an upside perspective. So uh, have to like that. Sure. The, the White Sox, they have some power and they can give us fits at times. Guys like a Daniel Polk is a solid one-off here against Evaldi. I think that's a guy that could hit one out, but uh, I'm, I'm liking Evaldi a little more here than the White Sox offense in this spot. On the opposite side against Kopech, uh, you know, Red Sox offense is a perfectly fine way to go. Uh, I totally understand if you want to play them, right? Mookie Betts, J.D. Martinez, uh, this whole Red Sox offense are talented hitters. They're always, uh, you know, good guys to stack. Uh, looking at the numbers on Kopech, 22.2K uh, percentage. He's got no walk so far. I'm sure that'll change against the Red Sox and a 4.51 XFIP. Uh, he's a guy, though, you can attack, though. Uh, if you think the Red Sox are going on their own, they only have a 4.98 implied total, so it's certainly possible. I do think that this is a spot where uh, Red Sox offense could just, uh, you know, go off. Again, it's in a good ballpark. In Chicago, uh, it's better for uh, better for hitters rather than pitchers, so have to like the Red Sox offense a little bit here, but not one of my favorite offenses on the day. Let's go to the next one. This game is in Houston. We got the Los Angeles Angels and the Houston Astros in nine total with Jaime Barria and Framber Valdez. And 
I mean, looking at Framber Valdez's numbers, I wouldn't think that the Angels would have a 3.77 implied total here. I mean, Valdez has not been good. 4.93 xFIP, 17.9K uh, percentage, the walk rate at 10.3%. Those are, are not great numbers. It is a small sample though, so maybe that that's why. Uh, I'm gonna pull up the 2017 numbers now and see if we got anything there. Now we have nothing on him there. Um, I don't know, I, I think you can play some Angels here, like Mike Trout if you have the money for, Justin Upton if he's too cheap, uh, you know, just coming back, but he's not too cheap, so that's kind of an issue. Um, I mean, Fletcher is a fine value, but I don't love it. I guess it's mainly just Mike Trout I'm looking to, I'm looking to play. I just don't wanna go too crazy with Angels, I guess, uh, but. I don't know, Valdez's numbers, they don't look the greatest, but yeah, I don't know. I, it's not a great ballpark either for the Angels too, so seems like not a great spot for him. If you want to pay for Mike Trout against lefty, makes sense, but I don't think you need to here. On the outside, Barria, he has had his struggles. Uh, Astros have a 5.23 implied total. Obviously a team that we should be considering, right? Uh, you know, looking at some of these uh, price tags on these guys, Correa is only 3.6K over on uh, FanDuel. Tyler White has been crushing the ball. I know he's 3.7, but uh, that guy's on a heater. Uh, have to consider him a little bit. George Springer, he's 3.9. Uh, DraftKings, 4-5 over on for Springer, 4-8 for Altuve, 4-4 for Correa. Like, those are some good price tags on those, like, main bats in this offense. So, uh, like the Astros a little bit. I think they're fine. Uh, it's just a team that I don't think I'm going crazy stacking up here today. That's the only problem. Uh, there's other offenses I just think I like instead. So, uh, yeah, not going crazy with this game in general. It is worth noting, though, a 9 total in Houston is uh, is interesting to see. Next game up, we got the Baltimore Orioles, the Kansas City Royals, a nine and a half total here with Andrew Kashner and Brad Keller. And I mean, this could be a disaster for these both these pitchers. Uh, I do think this is a spot where you see the nine and a half total and you see, hey, I want to roster, you know, against Keller and Kashner, but what bats do I want? That's part of the problem. It's not the greatest spot for bats. Uh, it, let's talk about the Orioles first. Like Mancini has been crushing the ball lately. I like Mancini a little bit. Uh, Mullins, I think, is fine. Jones, too. Don't hate him. Uh, I think this is a spot where I'd rather stack up the Orioles rather than the the Royals because I know the Royals have a higher total, but I hate playing the Royals. I think this is just a game where Casher will find a way to get it done. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the Royals' offense. They just don't have a lot of upside for me. Even if they put up a lot of runs, they could still not win you a tournament because they just don't. They just you know kind of single you to death and whatnot. But uh, yeah, all in all, I like the Orioles side a little more. Like like maybe picking these guys more as one-offs, right? Like a Mancini, I like him a lot here in this spot. That's probably my favorite bat on the Orioles side. Let's talk about the uh, Royal side of the ball now. Of course, I like Salvador Perez. He's always a good option. Uh, you can play him. Ryan O'Hearn, if he's in the cleanup spot, it seems like he has a decent price tag here. Uh, so I don't hate him, right? 3-9 on DraftKings, 7-7 on Fantasy Draft, and 2-5 and, uh, over on uh, FanDuel. So I think O'Hearn, maybe Salvador Perez are fine options, but I'm not really going too crazy again with Royals bats. Uh, just kind of keeping uh, more so of picking off one-offs here, maybe mini stacks on these guys. So just trying to pick the home runs here. Next game up. Cincinnati Reds, St. Louis Cardinals, nine total with Homer Bailey against Austin Gomber. And when we see Homer Bailey on the mound, we get excited. Uh, it's going to be in St. Louis. It's going to be about 82 degrees. So uh, that heat's obviously going to be helpful. And let's look at some of Homer Bailey's numbers because I love looking at Homer's Bailey's numbers because they are terrible. It's fun to watch. Uh, pulling up the numbers now, 5.35 exit, K percentage at 14.8%, 6.7% walk rate. Look at the hard hit rate. He's giving up 42% hard hits against lefties. ISO, 270. Wobo, 390. 
1.9 against righties, 195 ISO and a 375. Well, but this is a spot where you have to like the Cardinals. They're one of my favorite offenses on the day. Uh, even though Matt Adams has had his struggles, maybe this is where he turns it around, right? Uh, Homer Bailey's the guy, so maybe he'll turn it around there. I like him a little bit where he's a value. Uh, Matt Carpenter is my favorite guy in this game, though. He's one of the best spend-up options on the slate. I think he's going to hit one out, so like Matt Carpenter a lot here. You know, Yadier Molina, Jose Martinez, Tyler O'Neill, love him. He's a guy I'd prioritize, like a Paul DeJong, too. These guys are just, I think they're all in phenomenal spots, one through eight. So uh, like this Cardinals lineup a ton here. They, Vegas agrees, too. 5.35 implied total here. Let's go to the opposite side, talk about Austin Gomber. And Gomber doesn't have great numbers, and XFIP over five. Definitely a guy that uh, we could target up a little bit. Uh, you know, guys like Eugenio Suarez is a really great one-off here. I don't really like, uh, you know, when a lefty goes up against uh, the Reds because, uh, you know, that obviously hurts guys like Shevler, Vado, you know, Jeanette. Sure, they're good hitters, but they're not on the right side of their platoon. But uh, really like Suarez. He's a guy that I'm mainly looking at a one-off, and that's kind of it here. Don't want to really go crazy with anyone else. Let's go on to the next game. Seattle Mariners, Oakland Athletics is an eight total here with Mike Leak against Mike Fires. And Mike Fires, again, he's been really good this season. Just kind of found a way to get it done. He's going up against a Seattle offense that doesn't strike out a ton. So that kind of keeps Fires off the list for me. But I think it just makes me say, hey, uh, I'm going to stay away. Fires has been good this year. I'm going to stay away from Fires because the, there's not a lot of upside against the Seattle Mariners. And I'm going to stay away from the Mariners offense because, hey, they're going against a pitcher who's done a pretty good job this season. So no Mike Fires for me. No uh, Seattle Mariners. Just kind of respecting both sides here let's talk about mike leak now uh yeah i'm not a mike leak fan um he's more better real life pitcher than people give him credit for uh he can blow up at times though and this is an offense that can blow him up if you want to play the a's i think it's just simple uh you either like you know play like the the power bats as one-offs like a like a chris davis a matt olsen or like a jed lowry play those guys as one-offs or just stack them up uh, that's kind of how i would do it um wouldn't like go like you know mini stack with them either go all in or all out to hope that mike leak kind of gets blown up here a little bit in this spot next game up we have the arizona diamondbacks so los angeles dodgers this is a seven and a half total with zach Granke against uh ryu and uh yeah, this is tough because seven and a half total. Obviously, Vegas is not expecting a lot of runs. Giving some respect to Ryu and and respect to Granky too. The the worst part is is like Ryu's the favorite, right? Partially because of the offense on the opposite side of the Dodgers is really good, but it's crazy to think that I think this is a spot where you can consider the pitchers. They're not my favorite. Looking at the prices, seven eight on Fanduel on Ryu, ten two on uh, Granky. Uh, looking at DraftKings, you get uh, Granky at eleven k. You get Ryu at eight point two k. And then, uh, you know, 21.2K on uh, Granky on Fantasy Draft and then Ryu at 15.8K. I guess I like Ryu a little more, but I really like Granky more, if I'm being honest. Uh, it's just like the price is just, it feels like it's really cheap on Ryu and he can have upside at times. So that kind of like is drawing me in a little bit. But um, I don't know. It's tough because, like I said, I get wanting to play Granky, but I don't want to target this Dodgers offense. It's a really good offense. Uh, and I get why people could argue, hey, no one's going to own him. It's a great tournament pivot off of Severino and Kluber, yada, yada, yada. But I don't know. This feels like a game that the pitchers are good. And I just, but I don't really want to get behind roster them too much because there's other guys I like in their range. And then the bats, I just, I just like the pitchers on the opposite side. So it feels like it's just a good cross off game. So, uh, you know, the more and more I'm thinking about it, I'm trying to like figure out how I want to approach it. I just think we cross this game off. Uh, we just pretend it's not on the slate and kind of call it a day. 
Next game up, Colorado Rockies, San Diego Padres. We have an eight and a half total here with Antonio Sensatella against Brett Kennedy. And, uh, you know, I don't know. This game is not that appealing either for me. I mean, Kennedy, sure, he's a guy we could target up. I think the Rockies could be a sneaky offense if you want to spend up on them. They have some really powerful bats. I get it, but eh, I'm not really going crazy with any of these guys in my cash games or tournaments. And then on the opposite side, Sensatella, yeah, he can have his struggles, but uh, he's going up against the Padres and he's a right-handed pitcher, right? Uh, I think Sensatella is someone you can, can consider in tournaments because how bad the Padres are against righties. So uh, the price is right too. 5.6K on DraftKings, FanDuel 6.9K, 11.3K over on uh, Fantasy Draft. I mean, the price is cheap and he's going up against the Padres and he's a righty. Uh, so uh, I get it. Uh, Sensatella, though, the numbers are terrible. 4.86 XFIP, 17.1K percentage, walk rate at 8%. Uh, he's kept the ISO down at least. That's the one thing that's been good. But uh, yeah, it's just it's very scary here for thinking about Ross and Sensatella, but I'm trying to think of like some cheap options, like, you know, down in the basement that we haven't really, uh, you know, discussed because there aren't many that I've liked that are really, really cheap. So again, it's a Padres, uh, Padres against righties. It's a thing that happens and man, they are really bad. Uh, so I don't hate it. I think it's a tournament option. If like it helps you get in the bats, I think you could pull the trigger on it, but it's not comfortable. I get it though. 5.6 K is really cheap on him. Let's kind of go and talk about the next game. We got last game of the slate, New York Mets, San Francisco Giants. We have Zach Wheeler against Andrew Suarez. And speaking of cheap pitchers, that might be able to get behind a little bit. Uh, he's not too cheap, but 7.8K for Suarez against this Mets offense, which uh, this Mets offense is not that great. Uh, it's not as bad as people think, but uh, they get a really bar- bad ballpark downgrade. Uh, the weather, too, is good for pitching. I don't hate Suarez. He's like a guy, like, I think you throw it like the back end of your GPP pool and you get a small percentage on. I think he's a solid option you can consider here in this spot uh zach wheeler on the opposite side he's 20.5k on fantasy draft 10.6k over on uh fanduel or DraftKings, and then fanduel he's 10k so uh i like wheeler a little bit here if you have the money to spend on him i think he's a nice tournament option that no one's going to be on and can have a ton of upside you do worry about the giants a little bit they can be pesky at times putting in like joe panic and brandon belton there throwing that one in three hole so uh kind of want to see what lineup the giants put out there i think wheeler's a fine turn option again he's not one of my favorite options at that pitcher uh, I like Severino and Kluber more. So uh, not really playing any bats though in this game because I'm respecting the pitching a little bit and Vegas agrees with the seven total here. But let's kind of recap pitching for you guys. Uh, talked about it before. Really, really like Kluber and uh, Severino. Severino is my favorite option on the slate. I like in the mid-tier, I like Pavetta. He's a guy that I would definitely be considering. Avaldi, another mid-tier guy that I like on this slate. Um, who else here? There was a couple other mid-tier guys I thought I liked. And there's some other guys at the high end, like Granky and Wheeler. They're not getting any ownership, and I, I could see them having good games, but I don't know. I just don't see myself playing them. I'm just not like a 150 uh, lineup kind of guy. Some other guys in the mid-tier were like the Jamison Tyons and uh, Anibal Sanchez. Uh, I think they're perfectly fine, and guys you can take some shots on as well. So, uh, yeah, that kind of wraps up the slate for you guys. Uh, oh, look, hold on. Let's go and talk about stacks. My bad. Um Let's talk about the stacks here on this slate. Yankees, uh, 5.51 total. That's a team that I think is fine, but I kind of gave you my spiel. I'm more so looking at those guys as one-offs. Sure, the Phillies have a low total here at 4.32, but they can go off at any time. Uh, I like them. Uh, I think they're uh, you know guys you want to pick some bats from that have some good home run upside. Talked about that Rangers game. That's the game of the night. That's the game you want to load up in your cash games and in your tournaments. So like that game a lot. 
Talk about the Red Sox before. Um, you know, they have a low total, and that's a team that just sometimes they just go way under the radar too much. And if they're a team that just no one looks at at a 4.98 total because it's lower than usual, I have to like the Red Sox here. So uh, I think there's someone that could gain some traction on me throughout the day. Talked about the Astros and like them here against Bari. I think that they could have a pretty good outing. Love the Cardinals offense. They're one of my favorite offenses of the slate. They have a 5.35 implied total and get Homer Bailey. But that kind of wraps up the bats for you guys. Uh, again, thanks a lot for joining me here. Uh, and don't forget, again, uh, I'm going to plug the marketplace one more time. Uh, the college football content was phenomenal. I had a really great night. I know a lot of other people had a really great night. They're talking about it in the Discord chat over here on Roto-Grinders. So check out the marketplace on Roto-Grinders here for the college football content. It's got some awesome contributors and some awesome content for you guys to check out. But that about wrap up the slate for me, uh, guys. Good luck in your MLB contest tonight. And hopefully you guys can win some money. See you guys later. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right too with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4 Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Right now, you can get both Sprint's Unlimited plan and the iPhone XR with its amazing camera included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and 24-month installment billing. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after monthly credit supplied within two bills. If canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 63020, pay $32 a month per line with auto pay. Data deprioritization during congestion. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. 